Think about this. Who is responsible for the journey of a ship? Who is responsible for the voyage of a ship? The captain or the navigator? Huh? Captain. Captain, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the, the guy running, running the engine also has a responsibility. The navigator also has a responsibility. But who carries the can? End of the day, whose job is it? Captain. But the captain does not navigate. The navigator navigates. Captain knows how to navigate because it's part of the training of the captain. But who actually does the, the charts, the sailing charts? The navigator. So imagine now there's this navigator who's the best navigator in the world. He's got all the equipment required. The days of the astrolab and the days of the sextant are long gone. So now you have all kinds of electronic stuff. But point being, at the end of the day, he has these, this absolutely perfect uh, sailing route, right? From point A to point B. What will make that voice successful? Is the captain following that route? Actually sailing the ship on that route. The actual sailing. Just having the map. You need a map. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't have a lousy map. You can't have no map. You need that. But that is not enough. Right? It sounds like an oxymoronic thing. sounds like a dumb thing to say. But this is our reality as Muslims. We have the best map in the world called the Kalam of Allah, Quran al-Majid. And why are we in this mess? Why are we in this mess? I mean, it's completely insane, isn't it? I mean, just, if you just think about it, it totally makes no logical sense in any way. It, you can understand if you are in a mess because you don't know the plan. You have no plan, there's no route, there's no map, there's no nothing, there's no navigator. What can I do? I'm trying to do my best. No. We have the best map in the world and the best map in the world wasn't just given to us by the map. Say, read it any way you want. We were sent with the best navigator in the world to read that map for us to, to sail a ship on that route to take it successfully to our destination. Alhamdulillah, we have the, the works and then we are still in a mess. Right? So this is something to think about. Now, Answer also very simple. How do you get out of it? But do what the navigator did. Do what Rasulullah did. But we don't do it because we make, we don't make tough choices. Right? This is the problem. The, the whole so-called secret of life is take the tough choices. In any situation, we are presented with two options. Like I was saying the other day, pick your pain. This world has pain. This world doesn't have, doesn't have pleasure. The world has pain. Allah made this world with pain. Pick your pain. Exercising is painful. Being in a wheelchair is also painful. Pick your pain. Because if you don't, if you don't have strong legs, if you allow your muscles to 
waste away which will happen from age 40 onwards you don't have to be 90 years old for that to happen then a day will come when you will be in a wheelchair if you are alive pick your pen which one do you want right same thing applies studying reading upgrading your knowledge i'm not even talking about religion i'm saying your your professional knowledge upgrading that is painful you have to take time out to read the book this 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 but getting redundant getting a pink slip is also painful you will get it you will become redundant you will become obsolete because you have not kept yourself updated with the latest developments in your field of expertise in your profession right doing tarbiya of children painful teaching them akhlaq manners painful keeping them in control denying them stuff which they want because they want it right like right now so no, 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 hold on a second doesn't come like that painful they don't like you i hate you okay so no problem i love to be hated i'd rather be hated than loved but at the end of the day to have children who are a curse on the earth even more painful to have children who are going to completely when you are in your old age when you are weak then they are going to oppress you painful pick your pen which one do you want we have to learn to take the difficult choices the tough choices one of the if not the i mean i i'm, I'm trying to in my while i'm speaking i'm trying to um, uh, you know compare armies in my in my head so we have in in the uh, we're talking about the ancient uh, ancient armies where they actually fought wars they didn't sit there pressing buttons uh, so you had the roman army invincible for almost a thousand years and then you had of course the mongols who were even more invincible but not for a shorter time so we take let's take the roman army now roman army was in now why was it invincible two reasons physical fitness of the legionary then we're talking about the physical fitness of the actual soldier and training drilling there's a famous saying in the roman army a war a war is drill in the battlefield a drill is war on the campground <laughs> there's no difference he said we do exactly the same things now physical fitness of the roman soldier just to give you an idea the average roman soldier not talking here about some uh, triathlon athlete or some iron man no the average roman soldier legionary marched for 20 miles in 5 hours every day and at the end of that 5 hours he would then dig a trench and each one got a got a got a section he would dig a trench pile up the earth and put a palisade on top before he could go and eat his dinner depth of the trench 6 feet 4 feet wide 6 feet deep trench every single day after walking 
marching for 20 miles in 5 hours. And I haven't told you the, the, the cherry on the cake. The cherry on the cake was, he's carrying his arms and his equipment which weighed 50 pounds, 22.5 kilograms. So next time you're going on an international flight, you, go, you allow 20 kilos, right? So take that suitcase, wrap it on your back, walk, walk 20 miles in 5 hours. That is what the average Roman soldier did every single day of his life. Unbeatable army. Because nobody else did that. Was it easy? No. It's very hard. Brutal. But the result? They ruled the world. One of the wealthiest empires ever. I'm not praising their methods and so on. Believe me. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking only at one aspect of it. But I'm just saying, now, Khalid bin Walid is going to Yarmouk to fight the Romans. And they, they defeat them. On the way to Yarmouk, Yarmouk is right on top. End of Iraq. On the way, he decides he wants he wants to make Umrah. So now he is somewhere near present-day Baghdad. He decides he wants to make Umrah. He rides back to Makkah, makes Umrah, gets back in time before the army reaches Yarmouk. So the man on horseback is doing roughly about 120 miles per day. String of horses. When the whole battle, everything is over, then people said, somebody said, didn't I see you in Makkah? How are you here? <laughs> so we like to talk about physical fitness. Huh? This was routine. As I told you, Khalid Murid was of course exceptional, but people riding with him, he didn't go alone. There was a bunch of people who went with him. Difficult choices. There is growth only in difficult choices. You build strength only when you work against resistance. Only, without exception. You do not build strength if you go with the flow. Dead fish go with the flow. Live fish swim against the flow. Mm. If you want, if you are interested in fishing, go stand at the bottom of, a rap, of the rapids and cast. You are looking at fish in the other opposite direction. Not coming down the rapids. The ones who want to climb the rapids. And so I advise myself and you, let us look at our lives and say, what kind of choices am I, am I making? Am I making the easy choices or the tough choices? Because there is growth only in tough choices. Easy is easy. Takes you nowhere. Tough choices. And then, then you must say, well, wh why must I take tough choices? What's the benefit? And I want to end with this. The benefit is, Satisfaction is directly proportionate to the difficulty of the choice. Satisfaction is directly proportionate to the difficulty of the choice. Mount Everest is eight and a half kilometers high. Right? Eight and a half kilometers high. That's it. And I can tell you, I can, I can, Tell you very easily, I can walk eight and a half kilometers. I mean, so you start from here, you can you can map it. I walk eight and a half, I'll walk ten kilometers. No problem. Why eight and a half? 
and then I tell you, give me a medal, because I, Mount Everest is the earth, right? I also walked on the earth. The guy climbing Mount Everest is also walking on the earth. He's not flying in the air. So he walked eight and a half kilometers on the earth and I walked 10 kilometers on the earth. So I should get a medal. What is the, what is the key there? What's the trick? It's the angle of the earth. <laughs> it's not the earth. It's the angle of the earth. When that earth is at an angle of 45 degrees, then you walk. Then you see the fun. Satisfaction is directly proportional to the difficulty of the choice. To get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is painful. You have to wake up in the night, stand in the night, cry in the night. You know, do, fast, do some fasting, some zuhad. Painful. To be far from Allah, also painful. Pick the choice. Which pain do you want? I agree. When you get, then may Allah put the, the hollow and the, and the sweetness of tahajjud in our hearts. When you get that, it's not painful. It's very, it's a great pleasure. You will love it. But to get there, it takes pain. The most sweetest time of the night, I really want to sleep now, I have to wake up. Why? Because I want to stand before Allah. Right? To check every piece of meat you are eating, is it zabiha or not? Painful. To lose your ibadah, also painful. To do fatwa shopping is the easy, is the easy option. Oh, I talked to that, that alim, he told me it's okay. Yeah, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, brother. It's your life, it's your belly, it's your mouth, it's... <laughs> what do I care? What is absolutely 100% certain, which there is no ikhtilaf on, that meat slaughtered by a Muslim saying, Bismillahi Allahu Akbar is halal. No ikhtilaf. Nobody. Painful. Choices, choices, choices. The whole of life is choices. Right? Somebody behaves like in an insane way to you. To respond in an insane way or to have tahammul and sabar and keep quiet. Both are painful. This one kind of pain, another kind of pain. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jala to enable us to make the right choices and to help us to do that which pleases him and to save us from that which does not please him.